welcome back for another video. In this video, we're going to look at who the best players to buy are moving forward. There's some turning fixtures this week, and there are some opportunities to get ahead of the curve, which is always the goal. So let's get into it, and we'll start with the keepers. So who are the best keepers to own right now? This one's going to be particularly important if you're on a gaming 10 wildcard, but otherwise good to know. Arsenal home to Sheffield United, so Raya's top this week. This season, Sheffield United have registered 7.53 expected goals, which ranks worst in the league. Seven goals scored in total, and a big chance every 98 minutes, which is also worst in the league. Arsenal have got a great long-term run of fixtures, so Raya for 4.8 mil is a great option. However, bear in mind that in game week 13, he'll be ineligible to play against Brentford because of the loan. If you need a cheap keeper to pair with him, then Turner and Ariola play one another that game week. West Ham themselves have got a nice run of games longer term, so the Turner and Ariola combination is still decent. And given West Ham have got a good run of games long term, there's no fixtures for a while where you actually need Turner to start. Aston Villa and Liverpool have got a solid block of fixtures themselves in front. Martinez and Allison need to be in the conversation as good options. However, the problem is, with Martinez, we've got Cash, who's 0.2 mil more, Dini is 4.7 mil, and then we've got Power and Conser for 4.5 mil. That said, you could easily double up with them. Likewise of Allison, Simicass has emerged as a great pick for only 4.5 mil, with Robertson injured long term. It all depends on your budget and how your defence looks, though. Ariola narrowly misses out on the projections this week. He's home to Everton. But if you've got the popular Turner and Ariola combination, then Ariola is definitely the one to start this week, with Forrest away to Liverpool. Chelsea have got a bruised run of games ahead. They've got Brentford, Spurs, Man City, Newcastle, Brighton and Man United. So it is time to shift Sanchez on soon. You can afford to give him the Brentford game next if you've got other pressing moves though. After 10 games, we've got a pretty good sample of data now and here's how the defensive data looks from Fantasy Football Scout. Man City are best in the league for expected goals conceded, followed by Arsenal, Chelsea and then Newcastle. Forest underlying numbers have actually been impressive. They've ranked 8th this season, which has made Turner an absolute gift in FPL. Just a shame they couldn't hold on to the clean sheet against Luton, which would have been a nice parting gift before he likely ends up on a lot of benches for the future. Brighton have struggled, and they could still be without Stupino for another couple of weeks. The Zerbies insisted on rotating the keepers as well, which has made the defence in a void, barring a Stupino once he's back. Let's look at the top defenders for Gameweek 10 next. It's another home fixture for Liverpool, they're against Nottingham Forest this week, and as such, Trent is top, projected 5.3 points. He's only 8% owned, which is the lowest it's been in 6 years, but he's also the most expensive he's ever been. FPL Review's projections actually has him ahead of Trippier over the next 5, however we're talking about one mil gap between the two. We know he's got a massive haul in him, so if you're willing to take the risk on by allocating so much of your budget there, he's worth a go. Villa are home to Luton in Gemi 10, Sardinia and Cash are both projected to do well. Alex Moreno remains sidelined, could be back in a couple of weeks, after which point he is an option available to Emery in left back, but Dini has every chance of keeping his spot, and we are talking about 0.4 mil difference between him and Cash. With Arsenal home to Sheffield United, the pack four all in the top projections this week, White, Saliba, Zinchenko and Gabriel. The question is which one to get. Gabriel's the standout for 4.7 mil, and he's played 90 minutes in the last six in a row, after a few benchings at the start of the season. White offers the most goal threat playing down the right, but he is the most expensive. The problem with Zinchenko is that he's been coming off early. With Timber out long term, it could partly be because Arteta wants to manage his minutes, but he also had a quiet game against Chelsea and he was hooked at half time, so he's in a void. Saliba, Gabriel and White, all great picks. Gabriel perhaps the best of the bunch. 
Newcastle are away to Wolves in Game Week 10, so Trippier makes the projections again. There's a few names that narrowly miss out here to mention as well. Paul Torres is projected the same as Trippier. Simicast projected 4 points. With that long-term Robertson injury, as predicted, Simicast came in and they kept a clean sheet. He took 3 corners against Everton as well. He was off after 61 minutes, so dangerously close to a one-pointer had he come off two minutes earlier. Everton were down to 10 men though, so it allowed Klopp to bring on an attacker for him. There's a chance we see Simicast's minutes managed as well. He can't play every game, and they can't afford to lose him as well, but he's an amazing pick for 4.5 mil, all things considered. But he's another potential gift in FPL. They've got Luton after Nottingham Forest as well. Poro and Adogi both projected 3.5 points this week, away to Palace, but both great picks for Game Week 10. Palace still without Eze. Onto the midfielders, we've got some massive projections again this week, so hopefully another high scoring game week. Salah's top with 7.4 points. Let us know in the comments your early thoughts on captaincy. Salah, Saka, Haaland, Son and Watkins, all good options this week. Salah's moved clear though as the top scoring player in the game now, 75 points. Watkins has 70, Haaland's got 63 and Trippier's got 59. Saka got an excellent assist for Trossard's goal, which is a well taken volley by Trossard. It's hard not to see Arsenal putting a few past Sheffield United, so Saka, Odegaard and Martinelli all strong transfers this week. Comparing the three though, Saka's underlying numbers have been far superior so far this season, even comparing the minutes per expected goal of them to account for their varying minutes. But it is a fixture where many of these three can haul, and with Basham injured long term, it could be something that Martinelli can expose as a weakness down that side. The is in the projections this week and he was lively against West Ham but no returns to show for it. He racked up 0.58 expected goal involvement. Still a great transfer of Luton home this week and he's actually slightly ahead of Bowen on the projections over the next five. However Bowen sits as the joint second top scorer midfielder after Salah, he's tied with Saka on 58 points. It was a pretty fortunate goal he scored against Villa after a huge deflection but West Ham have got an amazing run of games even beyond the next five so he's an awesome pick for 7.4 mil. He should sustain output over this run of games as well, where you can set and forget him in your team. At the time of recording, Spurs vs Fulham, the last game to be played Monday night, the outcome of that could dictate a lot of transfer plans. If Sun blanks, or perhaps comes off early, or even both, then Sun to Saka could be a popular move for Game Week 10, and it is one I'm considering. Alternatively, the same could be said for Madison to swap in place with any of the Arsenal trio. Douglas Luiz has projected 4.6 points, he narrowly misses out here but worthy of a mention after a brace against West Ham. He's 5.5 mil and he's got 49 points this season and he's on penalty duties. One thing to point out is that he's on 4 yellow cards though, so one more is a one match ban. Brighton have got a nice block of games ahead as well, Fulham, Everton, Sheffield United and then Forest. So are there any Brighton mids we should be looking at? The obvious one is Matoma, who's back to 6.5 mil now, he's got 3 goals and 3 assists this season. It is three blanks in a row for him, but those three, to be fair, were Man City, Liverpool and Villa. Fixtures create form though, and he's a very viable and cheap enough pick. The other player to mention from Brighton is Adingra. He's only 5 mil, and he's got two goals and one assist this season, and he started four of the last five. Unfortunately, March was stretched off against Man City, with what looks like a long-term injury based on Deservey's comments. This does, however, mean that Adingra should look good for minutes moving forward. Palmer's the flavour of the month at the moment for 4.9 mil, but I'd argue that Dinger is equally good, if not better, for 5 mil, with far better fixtures. Only 0.4% owned, and he's cheap enough to have as a fifth midfielder if you go over 3-4-3 formation to start him as and when you need. On to the best forwards then, and let's start with the obvious, Ollie Watkins. 
5.8 mil separates him and Haaland in price tag, but yet he's on 7 points more this season. He's in the form of his life, he's got 5 goals and 8 assists so far, so that's 13 returns in 9 games. Even more impressively, he's projected slightly ahead of Haaland for game week 10, which makes him another captain option to throw into the mix. To recap, that's Salah on 7.4, Saka 6.8, Erdegaard 6.6, Watkins 6.3 and Haaland 6.0. Another week of spread captaincies, which will make it a massive green arrow if you get it right, as the Salah captain is found in game week 9. Though let's not forget Haaland's 23 points against Man United last season from a hat-trick and two assists. Probably won't do the same again, but Man United are without Shaw, Martinez and Wan-Bissaka. We could see a centre-back pairing of Varane and Maguire. Man City have scored 15 goals in their last five meetings with Man United, scoring in every fixture. If you're on a wildcard for Game Week 10, perhaps a 3-4-3 is now the optimal formation, with Watkins and Alvarez alongside Haaland in a front three. Alvarez is almost half the price of Haaland, and only six points separates them. Looking at the horizon, Haaland's still way out in front though, as top over the next five, followed by Watkins and then Alvarez. We won't spend any longer on forwards right now because it's hard to look past those three, but have you picked two of the three or all three of them? If you're looking for a one-week pun, then Jesus is a great pick for the Sheffield United fixture. Thanks very much for watching. This week there's lots more FPL content to come, so hit subscribe to catch the next uploads. To become a Scout member and access all the tools I use in the videos, click the link below. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.